Uh, we're going to stay in the book of Luke today. So if you have your Bibles, just stay in Luke. That's where we're going to stay at today. We're going to dive into the book of Luke. Luke chapter number one, we're going to start reading at verse number 26, where we're going to start reading. It's up on the screen there if you don't have it. Bible says, and in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David and the virgin's name was Mary and the angel came in unto her and said hail thou thou that art highly favored the Lord is with thee blessed art thou among women and when she saw him she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be the angel said unto her fear not Mary for thou hast found favor with God and behold thou shalt conceive in thy womb notice the baby has not arrived yet but even though the baby has not arrived yet the baby had a name because he had a name from the beginning the Bible says thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth the son and thou shalt call his name Jesus it's appropriate today that many of the songs were making emphasis on Jesus the name of Jesus he shall be great and he shall be called the son of the highest and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom there should be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, how shall this be seeing I know not a man? The angel answered and said unto her, don't worry about that part. I'll take care of that because the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee. And the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, just to give you a little bit more evidence that I am God Almighty and nothing is impossible. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age. And she's six months pregnant right now who has been barren. She couldn't have children at all. But now in her old age, she's having a child and she's six months pregnant. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. I want to preach this for a few moments and I want to stay in the book of Luke here because we're going to bring out two different stories here in the book of Luke, all in chapter number one. But I want to speak about a simple subject which is called when faith speaks when faith speaks lord we thank you for this day we thank you lord for bringing us all together just one more time in your house god i pray lord that you may continue to move in this place oh lord this is your church these are your people we are your sheep i am your vessel use me god according to your glory help me lord to speak every word that is intended and i pray god that my flesh will not get in the way in jesus name we pray somebody say amen you may be seated in the presence of the lord We've been dealing a lot with faith this month. Scripture says in Hebrews chapter number 11 says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Scripture lets us know a few verses down that without faith it is impossible to please him. For the Bible says the just shall live by faith. 
So faith is important. Uh, and as the scripture clearly notes that without faith, you cannot please God. So it takes faith. We must come to him in faith. And we must first believe, the Bible says, that he is. And that he is a rewarder to them that diligently seek him. So that is very important here because we find that in order to have what we need from the Lord and to receive what we need from God, we must first believe that he is. So if you do not believe that he even exists, then therefore you have nothing to stand on. All you stand on and all you believe in and all you know is what you've been told, what a science book has told you, or what your own mind has come up with. But if you believe that he is, despite your circumstances, despite the science books, despite the things that you have been told throughout your life, now you can diligently go after what you believe. And when you begin to believe in that and you diligently go after that, the Bible says he is a rewarder. So I like that and I love that part because now God is letting me know that he will not leave me hanging. He will not leave me going after and never reap a reward but God is letting us know that if you diligently seek after what you believe God will reward what you believe now this is important for us to grab hold of that in order for me to dive into what I want to speak in here today because when you believe it starts right there so if you lack belief today it's going to be difficult for you to grab hold to what I'm saying this morning so I want to build a little bit of foundation on you must believe when I teach Bible studies I tell people I want you to remove all of your preconceived notions all of the things that you have been taught all the things that's been said to you I want you to set those to the side because if you enter into a Bible study with me I'm going to challenge your faith I'm going to dig into the word of the God in the word of the Lord to where it's going to challenge you and you're going to be able to question and say now I've never been told that so that's why I say it's not about what you've been told but what does the word of God say so this is important because opinions will not take you to heaven only the word of God will take you to heaven opinions will take you to hell uh, because if you fall in line with someone that is not teaching the word of God it can lead you in the wrong direction uh, I have read and I even read it this morning in my charting your course class that there will be many not only false Christ but also false prophets that people will lead you and guide you in the wrong direction and if you have an ear for those things you will find yourself walking in the wrong direction not even realizing you're headed towards death so that's why it is important that you don't bring your opinion 
opinions you don't bring your thoughts you don't bring what you've been taught to a bible study but let's just read god's word let's dive into his book let's dive into what he says and let's find out what thus saith the lord because then once you grab hold to his word that's when your faith can increase and when your faith begins to increase you can diligently go after what your faith is saying unto you but i'm thankful to the lord that he is a rewarder many of us have received rewards based on our faith so we find here that we are reading in the book of luke about a lady by the name of mary a very familiar story here the scripture lets us know that in verse number 37 it says for without god nothing shall be impossible now in order to comprehend what must have gone through mary's mind at this point i want you to just place yourself in in mary's shoes just for a moment it is necessary to realize that the anticipation of the messiah's arrival was a daily hope for the persecuted nation of israel Roman uh, domination have paid the way for this people and his people to look with great longing for the redeemer to come while their concept of his arrival and ministry was skewed their hunger for his coming was very real Mary no less than any other faithful Hebrew longed to see the promised one arrive this proclamation brought with it a host of immediate and intrusive life changes for Mary. All spiritual significance aside, Mary was about to become a young mother, complete with the associated physical, mental, and emotional changes that come with childbearing. It would threaten her relationship with the man she loved. Would he believe her outlandish story? Would this mark the end of their love? If so, how would she raise this child alone? How would her own family react? How would she be ostracized by the people of her small town who all knew each other? Would she be changed or charged under the law as an adulterous woman? There were so many questions, but no answers. There was only a declaration of the will of God. The scripture says in Luke chapter 1, verse number 29, and when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind, which means she considered in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. The scripture goes on to say, and the angel said unto her, fear not Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. There are some things that will take place in your life that are unexplainable. It is just God's favor. There are some opportunities that will become open. Jobs you will receive. Homes you will purchase. Places you will travel. And there will be no other way to explain the blessings you have received other than you have found favor with God. For the Bible says in Luke 1 verse number 37, for with God nothing shall be impossible. Each one of us from the early days of our lives must repeatedly learn the art and skill of submission. 
for it simply does not come naturally or easily. This truth in the natural realm is certainly displayed in the spirit world as well. People do not in of themselves possess a natural desire to say yes to the Lord's will when it is difficult to carry out. Indeed, often because saying yes or no, a person tends to question God as to the consequences of each option. So I want to point out two different types of responses that came in the form of a question. And both of them are found in the book of Luke chapter number one. So today we are going to see the importance of what proceeds out of the mouth. I've come to understand that you can be raised in faith, taught to have faith, surround yourself with people that live by faith, yet when you begin to speak, there is no faith. So let's look at the first response that came in the form of a question. It is found here in our opening text in Luke chapter number one, verse number 34. The scripture says, then said Mary unto the angel, how shall this be? Seeing I know not a man. If you notice here, if we was to dive a little bit deeper into this verse, Mary was not questioning the angel's words of having favor with God. She was not questioning the Lord's reign over the house of Jacob forever, nor was she questioning his kingdom that had no end. Mary was questioning the natural implications of childbirth. How can I have a son seeing I know not of a man? This is even proven that Mary was not questioning those things. She was just wondering, how can I have a child when I know what it takes to have a child? For the Bible goes on to say, once the angel explained to her that the Holy Ghost is going to come upon thee and that the holy thing which shall be born shall be called the Son of God, that's when Mary responds, behold, the handmaid of the Lord. So Mary responded in faith and in willingness. Now remember the angel told Mary about her cousin Elizabeth that was pregnant. She was six months pregnant who was once barren and the angel appeared unto her husband named Zacharias and this is where we find the second response. So now let's go to Luke chapter one still in chapter one verse number five for the scripture says there was in the days of Herod the king of Judah a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Abia and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron and her name was Elizabeth and there were both righteous and they were both righteous before God walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless and they had no child because that Elizabeth was barren and they both were now well stricken in years and it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his courses drop down to verse number 11 the scripture says and there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense and when Zacharias saw him he was troubled and fear fell upon him but the angel said unto him similar to what he said unto Mary fear not Zacharias listen to this now for thy prayer is heard and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son. So this lets us know that uh, Zacharias has been praying a prayer for years, no doubt, for a child. So the scripture says, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. 
and thou shalt have joy and gladness. Listen how the excitement, the words that are taking place here from the angel. For the Bible says, and thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. And he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. And many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord their God. Now if an angel of the Lord came to you right now and began to explain these things to you about something that you have been praying for, not only has he delivered the child, but your child is going to be somebody that is marvelous. Before the angel even stopped, you would begin to rejoice. The scripture says in verse number 17, and he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elias to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Now, all this good news, you would think after hearing this, the first thing out of Zechariah's mouth is praise unto the Lord, a shout of hallelujah in that temple but if we read verse number 18 the bible says and Zechariah said unto unto the angel whereby shall i know this so he's saying how shall i know this for i am an old man and my wife well stricken in years so now if you drop to verse number 19 notice how the angel was excited and now because of Zacharias's words he becomes frustrated so the angel went from excited you need to get excited but because Zacharias didn't have the excitement he went to frustration so the angel said unto him i am gabriel that stand in the presence of god and i'm sent to speak unto thee and to show thee these glad tidings and behold thou shalt be dumb and not able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed why because thou believest not my words which shall be fulfilled in their season. So the angel proclaims to him, because you didn't believe, you're not going to speak. But even though you didn't believe, God's word is still true, so it's still going to come to pass. Somebody say, when faith speaks. See, Mary responded asking, how are we going to make this happen? Zacharias responded, how can I know if this is true? I'm going to repeat that one more time. Mary responded asking, how are we going to make this happen? Zacharias responded, how can I know if this is true? Zacharias, then I begin to ask and wonder, why are you praying for something that you don't even believe in? And I truly say and I and I begin to think about this a little bit because I believe I'm speaking to people that have been praying for change you've been praying for things to happen you've been praying for doors to open but yet you're not believing what you're praying in so I've come to ask you a question in the Holy Ghost that when you begin to pray are you truly believing what you're praying for now how I can or how you can confirm that is by the words that 
come out of your mouth because when you begin to pray to God and ask him to deliver you or to make a way for you or I need help in my family I need help on my job but yet you go throughout your day saying the opposite of what you just asked God for what are you truly believing I've been praying for years and seen no results. That's what Zacharias is saying. You mean to tell me God's going to grant me a child now? Bring me children home now? He's going to do that now? Some of us can say the same thing. You mean God is going to bring my child home now? God's going to heal my body now? See, your faith is speaking loud and clear. You've been praying years for things, but now you begin to question when God says it's about to happen see when God brings it forth or is going to bring it forth what's coming out of your mouth because you think the time is over you think it's been so long there's no way it can happen I want to shake someone's cage here this morning to let you know it's not about when it happens it's all about it shall come to pass so because God's timeline is different than your timeline I know that when you go to God and ask him please Lord bring me out you expect it to happen the next day oh I wish I was preaching to a real group of people here you want it to happen the next day you want it to happen within 24 hours you want it to happen matter of fact as soon as I get up off my knees but the Lord says when it comes to pass I'm going to bring it to pass I don't care if it's 25 years later all that matters is what comes out of your mouth but I'm here to tell somebody you ought to lift your hands give God glory and say Lord let it come to pass Uh, can, can I just stay here for a moment I, I want to stay here and I don't want to move on uh, because it is important what comes out of your mouth see I've come to tell and challenge us here today uh, it's not about what you think it's not about what's in your mind it's about what you say because you can think one thing and say another thing you can be thinking one thing and your thinking can be big but what you say can be so small you can be having dreams and visions and all these things that are taking place thinking so big wondering and going to sleep saying whoo I can't wait for that to happen but yet when you go throughout your day you're talking so minuscule you're talking so small saying yeah I hope well if I just don't know when God is trying to let you know no it shall happen I will do it it shall come to pass because many of us are waiting on the Lord to open the door when God is saying I'm waiting on you to open up your mouth because it's not a mm. I'm trying to help somebody here today because God is trying to let some of us know that the answer is in your response it's about how you respond in faith it's not about what's up here Let me explain that. It starts here and then it comes out here. See, many of us are starting here the right way, but by the time it comes out, it's coming out the wrong way. Amen. 
God is dealing with the mind and I'm trying to help somebody to deal with this mouth because these two aren't matching and it's important for these two to match why would Zacharias be praying for years for a son and then when the angel came and said the son is coming he said well I don't know if that's true I I don't know about that. And on top of not believing you, I'm too old to have kids. Amen. That's what Zacharias was saying. See, it was different from Mary. The angel said, hey, you're going to have a child. Mary said, well, how can this be? It takes. At least that's what I was taught. I know you're talking to a virgin here, but I, I was still hoping those things still happened because I was waiting on, never mind, y'all. I thought, I thought I was talking to some grown people in here. Yeah, uh-huh. So wait, wait, wait a minute here. She wasn't questioning if it was going to happen. She was wondering, how can we make this happen? And see, many of us need to have that type of mindset when it comes to God. When God comes to you and gives you a word and he begins to talk to you and instruct you about what he's going to do in your life, you don't question, well, I don't know if I believe that. No, you say, okay, God, now how can I help to make this happen? Oh, I know I'm preaching right now because too many of us are sitting down waiting on God to do everything. When God is saying, I've given you strength, I've given you might, I've given you the right mind. How can we work together to make this happen? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, too many of us want God to do all the work. Oh, yes, we just want him to come slap us in the forehead and say, oh, yeah, that's, uh, that's it, right? We want it to land in our lap. We just, oh, thank you, Jesus. Uh-huh, that's what we want. But yet we don't move, we don't act, and we don't speak right. We're walking around talking negativity. We're walking around speaking negativity. Just because all those things are surrounding you, that does not mean it should consume you to the point to where you speak how the world speaks. We should not be walking, talking, nor believing how the world believes. They can have their talk, I'm going to talk like Jesus. They can have their walk, I'm going to walk like Jesus. They can have their thoughts, I'm going to think like Jesus. Amen. Amen. Yeah, when faith begins to speak. Uh huh. See, that's where we are right now. That's where many of us are in this house right now. Is that we say we have faith, but we're not speaking the faith. We say that we believe, but we're not speaking it out of our mouth. We say that we want to come out, we want to change, we want to do this, but we're not speaking it consistently out of my mouth. Some of us here today started well. You started running well. You started speaking faith very well. Oh, I'm going to do this. We're coming out of this. I know I can change. I know this can happen. I know God can do it. You're speaking well, but because time has went on, that spirit of Zacharias has come upon you. See, time can be a killer. Time can be a faith killer. Well, I 
wish I was preaching to a church in here. See, time can be a faith killer. Years go on. Then next year goes on. And then here it is 10 years later. You're thinking what God told you 10 years ago can happen. But God's word is true. God's word is everlasting. God speaks a word today. It's still good tomorrow. Matter of fact, it's good forever. Bible says heaven and earth will pass away, but his word will never pass away. But your response must be like Mary. Be it unto me according to thy word. I want to challenge this church. I want to, I've been challenging myself as God began to deal with me about this lesson saying that I must start speaking faith I must start speaking the right way we know the scripture says that the power of life and death lies in the tongue well I'm sick and tired of speaking death over my life over my family and over my children I can't do that anymore why when I believe in an eternal God that is able to do anything that's why it said in Luke chapter 1 verse Verse number 37 for with God nothing is impossible so God the angel of the Lord was trying to let them know that God can do anything it doesn't matter how impossible it is God is able to do it I want to help someone here today it doesn't matter how long it's been God is still able to do it because I believe I'm talking to a group of individuals that have lost faith and you have lost your hope well I want you to get your hope back because hope deferred makes the heart sick and we don't need any sick hearts in the house here today but I I need somebody to have joy unspeakable joy and to rise to your feet proclaim out of your mouth that God is able to do all things clap your hands unto the Lord hallelujah oh come on let's let faith rise just for a moment let faith rise in this house In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Be seated for a moment. Give, give, give me a few more minutes. We'll, we'll wrap this up here. Listen, listen, listen to this preacher now. Same book, same chapter, two different responses. And they were both family members. They were in the same family. That's why I said earlier, just in case you missed it, you can be surrounded by faith. You can be raised in faith. You can be taught faith, but that does not mean you will speak faith. They were in the same family. 
so you can be in the same household. Raised in it, hear it, see it, say you believe it. But what comes out of your mouth, that's the true barometer. That's the indicator. That's the indicator right there. There's been time even husband and wives, one can doubt, one can believe. But the one that believes should not lower their expectations just because the one in the household is doubting. But I've come to believe because I know this for myself that if I keep my faith level where it should be, I allow God to work on the spouse, then God will work on them to elevate their faith level. But even if their faith level doesn't elevate, watch God honor your faith. And once he honors it, he will show the other spouse that God is able to do just what he said he would do. Amen. That's right. So what's coming out of your mouth today? What are you speaking about today? How have you been talking this week? I want you to just think about it. What have you been saying? The things that you've been praying for for years, months, whatever that time span may be. What's coming out of your mouth about that prayer? How many of you are listening to too many voices about your prayer? Oh, that bothers me. Mm -hmm. That's why I don't tell too many folks about what I'm praying about. Yeah, that's between me and God because everybody's got an opinion. Everybody wants to say what they think about your prayer. Get your own prayer. That's what I want to say. Get, wanna, get, stop worrying about my life and my prayer. Go pray yourself. See what God tells you. But everybody wants to jump into your home, jump into your situation and tell you what they think God thinks somewhere and be quiet. I want to say so many I'm, I, got, I got to say the preacher I got, let me stay dignified up here you just want to tell them just move out the way go, go get on your own knees and have your own altar everybody wants to jump on your altar and dance all over your altar oh uh uh and so it's important that we don't find ourselves confused in the noise because that's what it is it's noise and the noise can become so loud that we don't know what's God and what's not because we're surrounded by noise and now we've been so sucked into the noise it's hard for us to pinpoint is that God or is that somebody else but some of us today needs to push through the noise here today uh, because what's been coming out your mouth has not been faith and if you haven't been speaking faith that's not like God I want to tell you right now I don't care what's going on I don't care how impossible it is I don't care what you're dealing with right now in your family or in your own personal life if faith is not coming out of your mouth that's not God because God wants you to simply believe that's all he wants you to do it's just simply believe because if you just can believe the Bible says now I want you to go after what you believe and I promise you I will reward you I promise you I will deliver you I promise you I will heal and bring you what was once barren. So somebody needs to tell themselves it's not dead. And it's not over. 
my womb is not dead. It's not over. Oh, no, no, it's not. The doctors may say you're barren. Science may say you're barren, Elizabeth. But God says you're going to have a child. And that child is going to be great. I want to let someone know here today, it's not over. And the situation is not dead. Because when God decides to bring forth fruit, it's going to come forth. And no one else has nothing to say about it. I'm going to close with this. Because Zacharias did not believe, the angel shut his mouth up. We just read that, didn't we? Said, you're going to be dumb. You can't speak. Now, why would the angel shut his mouth up? Because when you start in negativity, it's easier to end in negativity. And no doubt when he came home that day, if he was still able to speak, baby, guess what happened to me today? You won't believe this. First of all, an angel showed up. Well, just stop right there, brother. I don't need to hear nothing else. You seeing angels, I'm going to church with you next Sunday then. <laughs> Amen. Stop right there. I'm going to church with you. An angel showed up. And guess what he told me? We going to have a kid. <laughs> That's the truth, though. Now, the scripture tells us nothing about how God was dealing with Elizabeth. But let's just use some imagination here, okay? This is not scripture. This is imagination. What if God was dealing with Elizabeth the same time he was dealing with Zacharias? Mm -hmm. And now here's Elizabeth having faith. Well, my Lord, if God said it, then I believe it's going to happen. And then Zacharias, Zacharias would have came home with unbelief. And just destroyed what faith Elizabeth would have had. That's why the angel said, you know what? You're not taking this home with you today. Because your wife is going to believe us. You may not believe what I'm saying, but that woman at home is going to believe. So I'm shutting your mouth so you can't talk no more. What I want to say to someone here today, believe. Speak belief. Speak faith. I don't want to have an angel of the Lord to come shut my mouth because I lack belief. Because I don't trust in the word of the Lord. Because I'm thinking on my own that it's been too long. I want to help someone here today and I want to tell you, I don't know what's been going on in your life, but this word was for somebody here today. Because when your faith begins to speak, what is it saying? 
the things that you've been thinking about, the things that you've been praying for, the things that you've been waiting on, what is coming out of your mouth about it? I don't know and I don't, it doesn't matter to me how long it's been since you've been praying about a certain situation in your life. And all of us have situations that we're praying for. Every one of us have things that we're still waiting on God to do. And we're wondering if it's going to happen. Well, I want to change that if to a win today it's not about if but when it's going to happen and I want to remind someone here today that if you've been speaking negativity ask the Lord this is a bold statement here help me to speak it or shut my mouth because I would rather be mute and receive the promise than to speak and talk myself out of the promise if God says it's for me then let me open up my mouth and say God what can I do to help what can I do to receive because if it belongs to me it belongs to me let's clap our hands unto the Lord and magnify let's stand to our feet in this house come on let's clap our hands and magnify him just one more time in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Same book, same chapter, same family, two different responses. Both came to pass. But one had the opportunity to enjoy. The other one couldn't say nothing at all. Couldn't say a thing. Matter of fact, when his baby was born, couldn't even proclaim his name. Had to write it down. He had to write the name down. He had to write the name John down. And the people thought he was crazy. There's, no, there's not a John in this family. Where you getting John from? Oh, Zacharias Jr.? No, no. Where you getting John from? But see, by this time period, Zacharias has now learned a lesson. That if God says it, it's going to happen. And I must be obedient to his word. So what is your faith saying today? Hallelujah. What is your faith saying about your situation? Because some of you here today want to come out of certain situations that you've been waiting a long time for. What is your faith saying? I'm here to tell someone that healing is yours. Speak it. Deliverance is yours. Salvation, baptism in his name, the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Come on, speak it. Today, Lord, I'm making a decision to be baptized in your name. Today, Lord, I'm making a decision to be filled with your spirit. Today, Lord, I'm making a decision to walk in the right direction, to turn away from my old ways, do things and go about things in my family. What I've been praying a long time about, speak it. 
and don't allow the enemy to use anybody to tell you anything differently come on let's lift our hands all across this building some of us right now need to speak over our own life some of us right now need to speak over things in our spouse and our children some of us need to cry out to God for things that we've been waiting a long time for and now all of a sudden we've been saying well if it happens if it happens if it happens come on we need to start speaking faith and allow the Lord to take care of the answer you're waiting on an answer and God is waiting on the right response come on so lift your hands and respond to the Lord right now God in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus come on make that place your altar right now right where you are in the name of Jesus Lord we look to you God we trust and believe in you we know that you're able to do all things Lord but help me God to speak those things I read in scripture where it says that we speak those things that are not as though they were God I know you're a God that's able to do those things help me Lord to be led by your spirit because all those that are led by your spirit you call the sons of God help me Jesus Lord to speak those things that are not as though they were I know I can't see it Lord I know I can't feel it Lord but Lord I want to speak it Lord I know it's not tangible yet but God I want to speak it Lord in the name of Jesus Christ I know that you're able because you're the same yesterday today and forever and you have no respect a person God so if you can do it for somebody else I know that you can do it for me help me to speak it come on 